Hello, hello out there, everybody. This is your girl, Asia, and I want to welcome you to Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying, the podcast, where we are going to discuss sex, love, relationships, entrepreneurship, fashion, pop culture, travel, and uh, of course, tequila, because that's my personal favorite. So let's just dive right in. I really just want to chat with you guys about a few things that have been on my mind lately. One in particular is relationship-based because, I mean, isn't everything relationship-based? So let me give you a little bit of background. My girlfriend uh, recently just got married and she still thinks that her exes are off limits to me, which is insane. And I want to share this with you guys and kind of get your opinion on it. How long is your ex off limits after you've gotten married to someone else? It can't be forever. It cannot be until the day that we die that XYZ boy is not available to date anybody else in the circle permanently. Girl, you have said till death do us part with somebody else. So it shouldn't matter, right? Or is that just me? I mean, I don't even want Buddy in particular. I just want to know that if I did ever want him, that my girlfriend wouldn't be pissed about it. I mean, you got a whole ass husband, husband with a T on the end. I do jump the broom forever trying to make a baby with him. So what difference would it ever make if I did go out with a friend of yours from forever ago I mean not a friend of yours an ex of yours from forever ago it's not like it's your ex-husband it's not your child's father it's just an ex so you know I just don't think that that's fair like we're not gonna make boys off limits for all time we're not doing that that's that's ridiculous if you were single I would feel differently I could understand that you know because you never know the potential for you guys to get back together is out there and will always be out there because you're single and he's single but once you tie the knot I think it is safe to say that no homeboy I mean he should be fair game he should be put right back into the pile shuffled in the deck with every other young man out there and I mean we're friends so clearly we have some similarities in taste so and it's not that many brothers out there it really isn't all the good ones are married gay in jail poor ugly (laughs) so it's really not that many men left for you to be taking good ones off the market and if it were me okay shoe on the other foot I would feel the same way like it's cool girl you can have him I'm happily married with my new man metro booming living good working on making a baby so I wouldn't care so this is something that is um definitely a discussion point in my group of friends some of my girls are saying yeah it's all good some of my guy friends of course they think that there's absolutely nothing wrong with uh kind of sharing or dipping back into the same pool I mean there's no such thing as sloppy seconds we're all grown-ups everybody here is 21 and up I just don't think that it should be an issue so I'm just curious to know what everybody else is thinking am I crazy is that selfish is it 
is it wrong for me to want him to be available if I so choose? Hmm. I probably would never even go out with him. I just want to know that if I wanted him, hmm, that my girl wouldn't be mad about it. But yeah, so that's the first kind of topic that I've been toying with all this week. And it just dawned on me, like, how selfish of you. So you're going to take your husband, who is already, you know, a great guy off the market. And then every man that you've ever dated from 15 on up for, is off the market permanently for life what a scam like you were just asking too much of my friendship girl that you need to take this man off the market for life like I don't know it's just unacceptable it's just unacceptable so anywho that's kind of been on my brain this week and um another issue that is on my mind this just happened to me earlier this week so I used to work in a venue a nightclub and I worked there for two years and um okay let me be a little bit more clear I really worked there total probably four years um and I recently visited this venue again for the first time in ages like two years and uh it really shocked me to see that 90 percent of the staff that was there when I was there is still there now and that just kind of blew me away because it's a nightclub it's not a freaking you know law firm <laughs> who are these people that have decided to make a career out of cocktail waitressing in this ratchet ass club there's nothing <laughs> wrong with being in the hospitality industry I'm in the hospitality industry it has taken stellar care of me for a long ass time but how do you not have any desire to elevate that's my issue that's what was blowing me away I mean literally the same exact staff in the same exact roles that they have been in since the beginning of fucking time and it's just so wild to me. And these aren't spring chickens. I'm not talking about, well, clearly I'm not talking about, you know, high school kids or even college age kids. I'm talking about 30s, 40s plus still. So you've been a doorman for 15 years? That's a thing that exists. Who wants to be a doorman for 15 years at a ratchet ass nightclub? <laughs> I just think that that's just wild and how do you not think better of yourself and want more you didn't even move up to like dj manager something the house mom is still the house mom for ninety-five thousand years and another interesting tidbit is that um before i worked at this club these people were working there before so i've been gone for two years worked there on and off for four and y'all were there before that so legit over six years minimum these people have been in the same venue doing the same job night after night and the main thing that you know makes me feel sad for them is that there are no benefits in this game this is nightclub life this is strip club life this is not they don't have a 401k they don't have health insurance. I'd be shocked if these people were getting 
regular paychecks. And even if they are regular paychecks, there's a 90% chance that they are wildly incorrect because the strip club game is notorious for scamming and, and being scandalous as far as paying their employees. It just is what it is. It's the nature of the business. And I know it because I was in it for so long. I bartended in nightclubs forever. So I'm speaking, you know, from experience. So it was just wild to me that these people hadn't even dared to leave. And yes, we made amazing money. I made amazing money. I know they've touched some amazing money for sure. But you don't have any ambition to make any type of progress, any ownership, any type of movements like you literally have been sweeping up the money since 2006 <laughs> like that's it you just permanently ask other niggas for tips when you're picking up the money from the dancers that it just was really wild so it brought me to kind of a an aha moment and epiphany and maybe some of you have experienced this where it's just like when I left that job I was really sad about it I was really kind of hurt behind it because I didn't leave voluntarily I didn't get fired but I didn't leave voluntarily I didn't leave on the best terms it was just kind of a mutual situation but I was really sad because that money was so good that money that strip club money honey let me explain something to you that Miami strip club money is crazy it is not something that I can really describe to you because even telling you the dollar amount doesn't paint the real picture because it's the the ease of which you can get the money uh doing nothing I mean I was bartending or I thought I was bartending because I bartend for real after that or excuse me bartended for real after that with real cocktails real food menu items real health standards so looking back I was literally serving people Hennessy's and Cokes for ten dollars and making a thousand dollars a night doing nothing fully clothed listening to my favorite music you know just turning up and living good so I know how good that money is and leaving it was a challenge but in hindsight I'm so glad that I did because I could be those girls. I could be those guys still in it, in it. And they're so, they're just not awake. They're not enlightened to know that they can do better, be better and have better. So that's the worst part is that they don't even aspire. You know, they're so comfy, cozy where they are. They have no desire to move. So I'm just looking at it now. You know, they say hindsight is 2020. So I'm just looking at it now and I'm grateful that I got out and that I left and that I wasn't um, a strip club retiree because it ain't cute. So if this is you and granted, you probably don't work in a strip club, (laughs) but if this is you, if this is your situation, it's time to reevaluate. It's time to open your eyes. How long have you been in your job? 
Is it your job or is it a career? Do they appreciate you in this venue or would they replace you at the drop of a dime if, you know, you were late to work accidentally one day? Don't get stuck in the dollar signs of it because honest to God, your time is so valuable. You can never, ever, ever get this time back and you don't want to waste it in a position that you don't feel fulfilled in and you don't want to look back and say damn I should have left there two years ago I mean it's like an abusive relationship I would imagine like get out get out now don't let one freaking second pass when um you're just not appreciated so just know that you deserve better I mean it's like a bad relationship that man don't act right you know he don't act right you know you should have been left him he lied last year so why this year are you still having the same discussion don't waste any more time i mean come up with that exit plan and move the hell on and i guarantee you that you will look back and be proud of yourself because those same people that you worked with are in the same position making zero progress and maybe getting out of that job will force you to really reevaluate and really look at your life and make those hard decisions and grow because that's what it's about. It's about growth. Don't just let time pass. Grow, change. Let that metamorphosis happen to you. Let the universe push you in that direction. So, you know, that's what happened to me on my venture back to the strip club that um paid a lot of my bills <laughs> I had a lot of fun in there and um you know it was definitely interesting to be there and it's crazy too because a part of me misses it how could I not miss it I used to dress so cute wear the cutest little costumes glitter rhinestones okay corset booty shorts thigh boots titties sitting up to the moon (laughs) two pair of lashes on living my best life I mean I was paid to uh, dance behind the bar and kiki with my friends and take a shot with customers and just cut up and make tons of freaking money doing it tax-free living good working three days a week So going back there, that element for sure you miss, but I missed it for like a minute for a minute. Really? I missed it for the length of a freaking two chain song. And then after that, I was like, okay, I'm good. You right. Lord, thank you for pulling me up out of here. I don't belong with these people anymore. And it's not because I'm better than anybody by no means. I have a ton of friends still in the strip club game. Um, It just means that I want something different for my life. I've decided a different path and uh, getting out of there is just the best decision for me. Damn, I'm making it sound like I escaped slavery. Lord have mercy. Don't let me be dramatic like that because when I say getting out of there, it, it can be a trap. And anyone that's ever worked in a strip club knows how much of a trap it really is. Like you want to know where that trap house shit comes from that, that, um, vernacular it comes from strip clubs and drug communities because that's what it feels like it feels like the trap 
So um, I sympathize with those people who feel stuck. And I don't want you guys to feel stuck. So, you know, let's just make some changes and see what that's about. In other news, I did not make it to the gym today. About a week ago, my girlfriend invited me to do a 30-day fitness challenge with her. It wasn't even really like strategically uh, set up. It wasn't some harsh drill sergeant, I mean, panic mode situation. It was just like, I want to lose a couple of pounds. You want to lose a couple of pounds. Let's just commit to going to the gym every single day for 30 days. I made it exactly seven (laughs) and tapped out. I am just exhausted. I mean, going to the gym is a scam. Who are these people that wake up at 6 a.m. and want to go to the gym and bang it out hardcore for an hour before they start their day? Who are those people? What drugs do they do? What mattress do they sleep on that gives them this sleep and this energy to go to fucking equinox at 5 a.m knock it down and then go work at eight nine hour day i just i am not that person i was not built that way i was matter of fact i wasn't even raised that way i would like to be that person i just am not and i need some help so yeah i made it seven days i haven't told my friend that i didn't make it to the gym today uh i mean she's gonna find out (laughs) when she listens to this podcast but she doesn't know yet i mean i plan on going tomorrow i'm going to pick back up where i left off and make shit shake but yeah i'm kind of disappointed in myself for that i just want to lose like 15 pounds so i can get toned for the summer like i'm just trying to be butt naked all summer i'm trying to be in pasties and a thong maybe a kimono on top just because i'm fabulous and you know some gigantic sunglasses hair in a bun living my best life and instead of doing that what did i do when i was supposed to be going to the gym i was laying on my couch watching the real housewives of beverly hills i'm uh, just who does that who is that irresponsible so i only made it to day seven like are y'all out there working out somebody could just come help me i am here in miami if you want to show up at my house and just drag me by my ponytail to the gym that would be beneficial because so far i hate it it's interesting though because when i get to the gym i'm gung-ho like i'm with the shit i'm treadmilling stair mastering mastering those stairs i mean i'm dying the whole time but at least i get on the machine and then after that i will hit some weights like baby weights now like five pounds so don't get excited but some crunches and some weighted squats and i'm fully with the shenanigans but just getting in my car and driving to the gym feels like Chinese water torture just putting on my gym clothes is just the fucking struggle and then when I get to the gym I see all these chicks with just a sports bra on and I am just 
overwhelmed with jealousy who has these boobs that they can just wear a sports bra and it's not even a good sports bra it's like a little cheapy uh, training bra so some freaking cotton with a little elastic band and they're just living good me on the other hand i have a full support bra <laughs> underneath a full support maximum impact racer back sports bra trying to keep these titties aligned trying to keep them from putting an eye out and i'm a 36c like how do the girls that are d's and above even do it and you got me doing burpees and soul cycle and i mean jumping jacks it is just it's really absurd when you've got big boobs trying to bounce around in the gym and it can be painful but on top of that it ain't cute I want to live that life I want to put on a training bra and bop around the gym I mean maybe I would go more often if I wasn't out there in two bras trying to keep these titties under control and even then shit I'm distracting myself because I'm on the cycle bike and I'm looking at myself in the mirror like yes titties boom like catch that rhythm girl feeling it so I knew I'm distracting other people in the class and again my boobs aren't that big but once I'm in two bras they are just so juicy and delicious and glistening covered in sweat you know what I'm motivating myself to go to the gym maybe I will go just based on the visual of I do look really cute you know kind of when it's all said and done like gross because I'm covered in sweat and funky but hot like in a in a good way especially because my gym clothes are cute and i really do think that having cute gym clothes is a major key fashion is key in everything i do in life it's just it i don't know what to tell you it motivates me it helps me get out of the bed in the morning when i have a cute outfit to wear i don't need any coffee or red bull bitch i'm up those thigh boots have given me every piece of sunshine that i need to move on with my day those ripped jeans yep check can't wait to get up and get out and be cute in it and i feel the exact same way with my gym clothes so i'm gonna put on this forever 21 two-piece and camo green and i'm going to stunt to soul cycle and i'm gonna feel good about it the problem with that philosophy is that if i don't have a brand new gym outfit then i may not go to the gym and it makes no sense it is asinine and ridiculous to feel like you need a brand new gym outfit every single time you go work out like who do i think i am i really do think i'm a kardashian i think i saw chloe kardashian's um gym closet one time and that's how you know you got that bag when you have a whole closet dedicated to gym clothes and she really did fully color coordinated coordinate excuse me coordinated by puma adidas um nike whoever the branding was matching shoes matching sports bra matching weights matching headbands matching track jacket etc so i mean that's the goal like yes i would go to the gym if i had the proper attire but here I am recycling the same, you know, 10 pair of leggings and 
five or six sports bras and now I'm over it and I don't want to go and I will drive myself to the porthouse trying to get slim because I don't have the proper gym clothes <sighs> like first world problems or not nah. am I ridiculous for talking about Khloe Kardashian's gym closet like <laughs> for like 10 minutes I legit just went on about her gym closet how absurd but you know what I think I'm gonna find the link to that video that she did or maybe it was an article about her gym clothes and I'm gonna post it to the website because y'all just need to see this so anywho as you know the title of our fabulous podcast is get rich or get drunk trying and I would like to leave you guys with just some parting tips on two of my favorite topics which is getting rich and getting drunk so on the getting rich subject I just want to leave you guys with a financial management tip and that tip is to be specific set a specific financial goal and and don't just use words don't just say I want to have a lot of money that's not going to cut it I need a number I want to hear I want to have $40,000 in my account by X date that could be June 2018 June 2019 whatever works for you but the key of the tip is to be specific do not be vague come up with that exact dollar amount uh, label exactly what account it's going to be in is this going to be mad money uh, rainy day money retirement fund under the mattress money I mean you know however it is you roll come up with that concrete dollar amount and put a date on it don't say by my by this summer don't say by next year put a date on it circle the date on the calendar put it on the calendar in your phone and it makes it concrete it really does help it to form I mean that's just real life anything that you put a date on your activities will expand to fit that date and it really will help you to get your money right and you know that is imperative and my other favorite subject getting drunk so I would like to leave you to help you get drunk because that's always fun uh, with a margarita recipe I mean I told you I'm a tequila girl so we might as well just <laughs> jump right on in that spring is around the corner so I think a margarita would be appropriate and I'm sick of y'all coming to my bar ordering freaking Long Island's don't do that do not I repeat not come to my bar and order Long Island I'm not making you one so you can forget it so let me just give you something that you can order that I will respect <laughs> or you can make at your next event and people will applaud you for it stop showing up with a bottle of cognac and a bottle of freaking coke and thinking that you met your booming no we're not doing that fam so today's drink recipe is a simple one it's a strawberry basil margarita envision that just think about how delicious that is you might put a sugar rim on that thing mm, in a margarita glass extra cold like I, you know what after the show I might get myself one so 
a strawberry basil margarita. You just need maybe three strawberries, three basil leaves, three quarter ounce lime juice, three quarter ounce simple syrup, an ounce and a half of Jose Cuervo, half ounce of Cointreau, and 2.5 ounces of I'm sorry, not 2.5 ounces because that would not work, but one quarter ounce of maraschino liqueur. You're going to muddle all those ingredients together, shake that shit to death, and then pour it over fresh ice, garnish with a piece of basil. I like a sugar rim because I'm just a sweet bitch. And that's it. Voila. You have a sexy drink that is not a Tito's and soda. Let's grow up. Let's diversify our palate, boys and girls. So that is your um, get drunk recipe of the day. I hope that this week you go on and make that. And you better implement those money tips. I'm being serious. It's really important that we all get our finances right. We can all do better. And I'm implementing these tips as well. So I'm not telling you to do something that I wouldn't do myself. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Catch me back here next week on Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying.